man growing up with a cane pole in his hand. Pocket full of trims sitting down by the street that leads into the corpus bay. Give him a shotgun to please his mind. Give them quail a few reasons to fly. Living in the city just ain't for me. I want to go back to the country. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Take me to Texas. I want to go down that open road. Take me to Texas. I want to see how far this country goes. Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, if you're going, leave the sinking ship behind. Come on. Right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone live at the bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, live 7 to 9 a.m. Central. For you folks who want to listen live, or it's a recorded podcast as well, available on all your favorite podcast platforms. Just go to theoutdoorzone.com and click on the link, and Beefsteak will have you linked up. He's got us linked up to dozens, millions. You know, uh, our Christmas platforms. break, I even said we got for Christmas an Alexa that listens to everything. And I said, yeah. Alexa, play the outdoor zone. There's me and you talking right there. It's funny because I use my uh, remote on my TV now, and I can you can just hold down a little button on there and say something. And it'll pull up stuff, pulls up the outdoor zone. But anyway, my name is TJ Graney. And uh, sitting in the bunkhouse is Cody Ryan, who is wrapped in a blanket, and beefsteak. Where's and the beef? Let me tell you about uh, McBride's guns. You know, with the way society is pounding on our gun rights, it's imperative we support our local gun shops, the ones we trust with our constitutional rights. That's McBride's guns. You know, they're family-owned and operated, full firearm dealer. They've got a uh, gunsmith right there that can help Beefsteak uh, tighten the scope on his rifles, help you figure out uh, your personal carry. They can special order firearms, ammunition. They've got it all, McBride's guns. Uh, If you are in the market for a firearm, if you are looking to trade a firearm, sell a firearm, or buy a firearm, Go see our friends at McBride's Guns. You'll find them in the same place they've been for years, right there at thir- the corner of 30th and Lamar in Austin, Texas. You can give them a call, 512-472-3532, or you can check them out online, McBride'sGuns.com. McBride's Guns, they're our hometown gun shop. So uh, I... Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. So I travel a lot, and... Uh, in and out of airports all the time. And one of the, one of the things that, uh, I get lackadaisical sometimes. And so I got to be careful when I travel because Is it lack lazadaisical. 
Lazadaical. Sometimes I just get lazy and I don't think through so much the, uh, like, like just going through my daily stuff in my backpack. If I'm going from the house to my truck or something, I may throw, you know, a box of bullets or who knows what into my, uh, backpack just because I'm just transporting in and out, just like try and get it in one load. And, uh and I, I got to be careful because what I don't want to do is get to the airport and get uh, yanked out of line because I forgot to put a box of shells, get a box of shells out of my. And so I, it had me thinking, I like, I wonder, I, and I don't think I, I can't think of a time where I've been in line and they like pulled a pistol out of somebody's bag and said, uh, sir. And, but it happens apparently a mm. lot, mm. like almost every day in the airports and and 88 percent of the pistols that they pull 88 percent are loaded of course well, why would you have one if it wasn't loaded uh, well i know another that just tells you that these folks at least know that load your gun if you're going to have a pistol have it loaded um the top airport where people get yanked out of line because they have a a uh firearm this is just a firearm this is probably a pistol atlanta then dallas then houston nashville phoenix orlando denver austin had 150 of them last year um Atlanta was number one with 448 austin 150 then fort lauderdale and then tampa and those are all, it seems like those are all pretty much, uh, you know, gun-friendly cities, right? I mean, look at the list. Hey, Atlanta, Houston, Nashville. I don't know about friendly, looking at Austin as yeah, far as city uh, yeah. goes. Maybe states. Yeah, yeah, in in state. That That's a good point. Very good point, actually. Yeah, yeah Georgia, they're gun-friendly. Texas, gun-friendly. Florida. I never knew Colorado. Colorado was gun friendly, but uh, I guess they're right above Austin, so we wouldn't consider Austin being. Uh, being that's why I say state versus. Yeah, versus. yeah, you, that's that's a great delineation. So we got Georgia, hey, so Texas, other... uh, Arizona, and Florida. Those are the yeah. top ones. Other things that they found were uh, that people were apparently deliberately tried to hide were tasers, pepper spray canisters, bowling pins, demilitarized grenade canisters, <laughs> hunting knives, brass knuckles, gardening tools, and a wide variety of seemingly innocuous pro objects with sharp knives hidden inside. So I wouldn't like, say that people were trying to hide. I would assume... I'm just saying that's what that, the article said. No, it says that they forgot were in their bags. I would say... You said these are items that people are trying to hide, and I don't think that's the case at all. I think I think just the forgot vast that majority... Shovel. No, I think the vast majority of these items that people find in the bags that they get in trouble for, whether it be firearms, knives, whatever, are... I think it's an accident, particularly firearms, obviously. I don't think anybody's trying to go through TSA checkpoint 
intentionally with a firearm. I right, mean, I just right. Why would that's... you? I mean, I checked mine and went to Atlanta. And, you know, you got to go to the counter. The people in Austin like, why would you want to take your gun with you? When I got to Atlanta, they're like, oh, here it is. No problem. And you got to go to another counter and go get it. Check it in when you get there. Check yeah, it I did out. That. I had you... to do that with my bow. And it was so awesome walking through the through the airport with my bow case one time. Especially with it pulled back and their arrow in it. I mean. What can obscure a deadly knife? Uh, TSA confiscated an umbrella sword, lipstick that twists into a dagger. Oh yeah, and a comb with a knife hidden inside. Uh, let's see. There was also a guy that uh, was trying to get through with his burrito, and uh, and it, and he had to run it through the scanner, and they saw an anomaly inside the burrito, and they made him open his burrito, and inside was a rubber balloon full of methamphetamine <laughs> so that would have been a that would have been a wake up breakfast man man mercy especially if he didn't know that meth was in there that's right it was probably put in there by some dastardly culprit in the in the in the uh rolling yeah. of the burrito like process. somebody says and i guarantee you said it wasn't his right oh you you're know? right oh that's not mine that Wait, was in there. That's not. I asked that's for. Not my, I didn't like ask somebody's for a burrito. Gonna put, yeah, like it's somebody's got tomatoes gonna put on it. I don't like tomatoes. Two hundred dollars worth of meth and a burrito, and just give it to you. The one guy, one guy that uh, had a gun in his bag. His excuse was, and they, and in this article, they were talking about how, um, how stupid some of those comments are, like the burrito comment. Um, one guy said. My three-year-old packed my bag. Yeah. <laughs> and they said, well, you can say whatever you want, whatever stupid thing I don't think it's stupid because my four-year-old packs my bags when I leave for well, fishing trips I all think the, the time. Well, the point Joe, is if you have a drop, firearm in there. Drop daddy's pistol in there. And you, No, I don't think they dropped it in there. I think what they're mommies. saying is you mean you let your three-year-old uh, get into your bag where there was a loaded pistol. No, there was a bag in the closet that he kept a pistol in or had a pistol in from another trip. Okay. I don't think the three-year-old's carrying the pistol and this drops guy, it in there. This guy is being pounded on because he said, my kid packed my bag for me, and he must have picked up my pistol and put it in there. And Beef is saying, well, did you have your pistol laying out where your three-year-old could just go over there and pick it up and do that? Well, I am so conscious of that. Jack Lake. Making sure that um, those things are put away. Oh, my gosh. That's why I got three gun safes, but, you know. That are I make sure the they're put room. away, but I also I also play, uh, uh, I, I intentionally leave unloaded firearms out from time to time uh, to help teach my daughter what to do when there's one left out. She, she came out yesterday. There's a BB gun in the garage, her BB gun. And she <laughs> ran up straight to it and goes, this is my BB gun. Why is my BB gun out? Do you have, you have my BB gun out? Why is it not in the safe? Wow. And that's, that's, you know, the reaction I want. I want to leave a unloaded firearm out from time to time. Just to, it's almost like a field test, you know, like unexpected field tests. Check, check to see how she's going you know how to react people, and handle the situation. You know situation. how many 
how many people would hear that and just be they're just like I'm Cringing. calling into that show. Yes. I'm calling in it. <laughs> it's fine. I think I think it's important. I've got a I've got a uh plastic gun that looks just like a real gun. That's a I can't remember where I got it. It's got a it's like a little what are those ones that shoot the plastic BBs or Air whatever? Airsoft. Airsoft. Airsoft, yeah. I'll leave it out and around just to see how she reacts and it's part of the training. I mean, she if you play like your firearm if you're constantly hiding it and you're saying, don't touch this, don't ever go near it, don't ever, don't ever touch a fire, don't ever go near it, don't ever do anything, then guess what? A kid, a curious kid's going to go, why are they keeping me away from this? Instead of intentionally being intentional about it and then having them say, you know, teaching them what to do when they do see it. Daddy, 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 firearm, firearm. I've got a firearm right here. You got to come see your firearm. Uh, well, and knowing I, I, not to touch it and knowing how to react when she sees it. Well, so. I saw a picture the other day of a guy that had uh, the little racks in the back window of his pickup truck. And he had his two guns in there. You know, it was like, I'm sure he's not doing it today. But I just thought, man, the, in the day, it was an amazing and it was amazing um an amazing thing how we treated firearms and the responsibility of firearms different. And the places you can take your vehicle that you're talking about is Sun Automotive. <laughs> <laughs> Sun Automotive doesn't care if you leave your Oh, uh, they're family and owned and operated auto repair and maintenance company since 1978. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs and transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates Having the opportunity to serve you at all the Sun Auto Service Repair Shops. The nearest one to me is 405 West Slaughter Lane. Yours might be 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park or 1403 River Boulevard in Georgetown. And there's Lakeway at 1206 Ranch Road 620. Follow them uh, weekly on their Facebook for great maintenance tips or just go to their website at Sun Auto Service. Peter Report and Armed Citizens Report coming up. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse 24-7-365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Hello, I'm Forrest Dale Wood, and you're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. It's finally here. Today's the day I had a 12-point buck 50 yards away. All right, welcome back, regulators. Hey, here's a notice to the antis and terrorists, us bunkhouse boys and our regulators. We don't give in to the anti-gun crowd, PETA terrorist or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. Keep informed by riding the trail with us all week online, theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, Niall Maxwell Supercenter. And the wait is over. Truckloads of new Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and Rams are headed our way during Nile Maxwell's, Nile Maxwell's big sales event at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter all month long. We have the newest vehicles showing up by truckloads daily and make no payments until March of 23. It's the biggest sale of the year. We've got inventory right now at the Nile Maxwell Supercenter. So come and pick yours out today. This is the big 
finish event for the biggest discounts, financing, offers, and a super center size selection. Head to the Nile Maxwell Super Center. We sell more than anyone else. 621 A3 in Austin or visit us online at nilemaxwellsupercenter.com. Now it's time for our PETA report. They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. They taste great. <laughs> and I'm thinking about some pork for breakfast. Mm. That's what I'm talking about. Uh, according to PETA, shellfish, namely lobsters, aren't so different from us. They say science has proven that they feel pain and have an array of senses and that being kept in a restaurant tank can contribute to their stress. Goodness knows we don't want stressed out lobsters. Peter says that crawfish are much the same. They're sensitive and also get nervous and anxious. And just like us, secrete hormone serotonin to combat said stressors. Apparently, PETA isn't alone in its stance regarding shellfish being being sentient. Uh, the United Kingdom is the latest country to adopt a new animal welfare, welfare bill as law. However, it hasn't stopped restaurants in the UK from boiling lobsters and crabs live yet. Similar legislation has been enacted in countries like New Zealand, Norway, and Switzerland. Hmm. So, oh, they're not going to like that down there in Louisiana. You say, no, don't bring up the pot. Oh, they're not going to like that. They're not going to be good. Well, You don't want to go down aye, there. Aye. Yeah. They got one cartoon with a lobster that doesn't want to get boiled, and they start. PETA starts freaking out. It's a cartoon, <laughs> PETA. You know what I mean? Uh, no, no. They all have feelings and emotions and uh, and families. The ol- Come on, man. The only, <laughs> and the they only- teach them about gun safety. And they have in 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 little pita little pita world or little uh, lobster world down under the ocean in really quiet watery places. There's little pictures of beef steak, and it says, "Watch out for him! Watch out for him!" He's allergic. That's Beware! Right. I don't have Beware. to worry about. He ate so. your uncle, your great uncle. <laughs> I did do Bef- that before the break. We were talking, and uh, Beefsteak seems to think that I just leave random firearms around the house for my four-year-old to do. Yeah, uh, that's what it sounded like. No. So the deal is, and think about it, think about it like this. A, a firearm is a tool we use in our, li- in our livelihood. In my livelihood, it's a tool. I carry it for protection. I, I use it to uh harvest meat to fill my freezer to feed my family i mean it's literally the firearms we have are our tools i mean they're like a tool bag a toolbox a tool i mean they're just part of our livelihood yeah and at the same time we we respect them and we know how to handle them and i think you have to carry that on it's just like people leave you know when you shave you leave your razor out on the counter or you know somewhere a kid can get it it's got how many I, I remember as a kid, I nobody had told me about razors. I was seeing I was gonna see how sharp the blade was on them, you know. 
because I was curious young kid and I ran my finger on the blade a few times and I thought, ah, that's not very sharp. And, uh, and then next thing I know, I've got a water fountain of blood <laughs> draining down my arm, right? Because you don't realize how sharp it is. Well, it's, nobody said, Hey, don't run your finger on the blade of a razor that's sitting right here. I was just curious how sharp it was, you know? And, uh, so, I mean, there's things like that and, and I don't think it's any different. I've told her, I've told my daughter, you know, don't run your finger on the blade of the razor that's sitting out here by my sink where, you know, the razor that I used to shave or whatever. Uh, I've told her the same thing and, and, and then firearms, you know, it's the same thing. Um, uh, I think if you do it safely, you just, you teach them that it's not something to be scared of or inquisitive about. It's just a tool. You don't touch, you know, this without mom or dad, just like you don't just grab the remote control and turn on the TV anytime you want, or you don't, you know, there's rules, right. On how to, and I, and, and I think a firearm's the same way at the same time, I don't leave, I don't leave a firearm loaded around just openly. Like I'm still very careful about it, but I also can't control if they go over to, you know, Gramps house and he unloaded his bag before he went to the airport and forgot that he left his 380, you know, on the, on the dresser or whatever, you sure. know? And so, yeah. so they have to understand that, uh, not just from a safety stand. And I'm just using Gramps cause he was talking about, you know, loading stuff up and, and forgetting he put ammo in his bag, but uh, no, I have an umbrella that's actually a sword. Well, same thing. <laughs> um, but so I, I think it's, I think you, you can't be there to control every situation. So you need to uh, train. I, I, I think I learned that idea, the principle behind it from my cousin, which hasn't been in law enforcement for 20 plus years. Right. And he has three daughters, four, four now, three, four daughters, three. three. Well, that's probably because he has that. He he, he has that every day that he's on duty. He's got that around. Right. He carries uh, firearms. I mean, it's part of his tool belt, mm -hmm. right? And or it has been. I guess he's retired now, but uh, has been part of his tool belt. You know, he t put on and took off every day. My well, daughter loves in the morning, as random as it is. She's four year. She just you know turned four years old. She's a toddler, and she loves. When I get dressed and I come out, usually like I used to step out of the room, bedroom, you know, dressed in the morning, but like putting on my belt. It's like something I kind of do just walking out the bedroom door into the living room. To be more you know, efficient. Put, yes. Yeah. Just kind of putting it on. It's just kind of what I do or whatever. It sits there next to the bed. I grab it on my way out of the bedroom and start putting on my belt. Well, she, she now loves to put on my belt for me. <laughs> Okay. You know, for whatever reason, it's just one of those things. And for him, you know, on his tool belt, my cousin that was a police officer, he had, you know, cuffs and guns and stuff like that. But he used to do something very similar. I remember him talking about doing something very similar about leaving his firearm unloaded, but out and, uh, testing his daughters as they were growing up. So they would know how to handle that situation. If, a firearm was left out, whether it be at their house, but more than likely it's somebody else's or around somewhere else that may not have been as careful. 
Well, as, statistically, uh, we are. statistically, your kid, if he is around other kids, if he goes anywhere around other people, he's they are going to be around a firearm. Statistically, it is a it is almost an impossibility today in the U.S. that that kid will not end up being around a firearm somewhere. Um, I mean, the amount of guns sold in the last couple of years, uh, the, I mean, I, I read about it in, I, I forget what magazine it was. Maybe it was time magazine or something, but it was a, it's a statistic, almost absolute that they are going to be around a firearm at some point. And what you're saying is, uh, wherever that is and whenever that is, they need to understand the importance and, the and, the the seriousness of what a firearm is, whether it's a, you know, a fake plastic gun or a real gun or a BB gun or a deer rifle. They need to understand the rules and regulations for them in that situation and uh, how to handle the situation. They know a, a, a kid knows not to run out, grab the keys off the counter and start the vehicle and drive away. Right. I mean, some, typically, yeah. <laughs> I some. I, well, okay. I won't tell lot, that lot story of, lot as a four-year-old. A lot know. of people grew up with, you know, shotgun, loaded shotgun in the corner, uh, by the front door. I mean, there's a, there's some history to there's the, lighters. People don't, people don't <clears> lock <throat> up their lighters. People don't lock up their steak knives. People don't lock up well, their my razors. Parents should have locked up the kitchen matches back when I was a kid. Well, <laughs> that is no doubt about that. that. Old Rest Wood, in peace, Treehouse. Wooden Playhouse was uh, rest so, in peace to test. <laughs> my Wooden, theory, my theory is to uh, uh, take every opportunity to introduce them to firearms and firearm safety. So when they come over, there's I, I can't remember when they didn't want me to open up the safe. I pull back the bolt. Do you have you know and do do the whole thing of checking to see if it's unloaded checking the uh this you know everything finger off the trigger all that stuff so that handling of firearm becomes second nature to them and, yeah uh, and my daughter i mean my daughter loves you know checking out she she actually has a few firearms that she knows she's getting when she gets older and she loves getting in the safe and and taking a look at her fire can i can i look at my shotgun yeah we can look at it let's take a look at it she knows she's not old enough to shoot it or whatever. She doesn't have any desire to just yet, but she she knows it's hers and she loves to look at it and thinks <laughs> it's cool, you know, that one day she's like, when I get bigger, like, yeah, that's right. So anyway, normalizing those things and not making it something, you know, that uh, a kid is trying to rebel from and do against what you're saying, but normalize it in a way that uh, keeps it safe, just like your kitchen knives and everything else. So finding affordable top quality healthcare options can be tricky for the sportsmen, entrepreneurs, and those who are self-employed. Altria HealthShare, they're a 501c3 organization that's been sharing in medical needs for over 25 years. I have my family covered with Altrua. I'm running the Altrua boat, Altrua and Kids Outdoor Zone boat this year. Altrua HealthShare is not insurance however they offer a powerful alternative to traditional insurance and skyrocketing costs literally in my opinion this is the way it all should happen members and it happens this is how true it works members contribute each month to a membership escrow account 
and then eligible medical needs are then shared from that escrow account. It's literally that easy. Like that's how it works. And I just can't say anything different or better. I mean, it's just, it just works. You can find out how much you can save by going to myshare.org. Altrua HealthShare, where we care for one another. All right, coming up, we've got your Armed Citizens Report, speaking of. It's the Outdoor Zone, live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Hey, I'm Randall Tharp, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. All right, welcome back, regulators. Aldo Leopold said once, I am glad I will not be young in a future without wilderness. It's up to us to train up the next generation of outdoor men and women. Don't sit on the back row, stand and fight. Give to Kids Outdoor Zone. Land, cash vehicles, boats, or start a group in your church. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com to donate. K-O-Z. No kid left inside. All right, welcome back to the Outdoor Zone. Uh, hey, want to make sure we um, make sure we sh- uh, give another shout out to our buddies over at Keystone Bank. They're the bank of choice for the bunkhouse. You can experience the value of community banking where local matters. Come join the bank of choice for Austin community members, families, and entrepreneurs. Um, and that is so true. They're growing like crazy. Keystone Bank, founded by Jeff Wilkinson and his team, operated right here in Austin, Texas by locals just like you. That's why we're so invested in our community and its success. When you bank with Keystone, you enjoy the local relationship-based service that sets them apart. Banking at your fingertips anywhere, anytime, just like it should be. To learn more, get started with the Keystone account. Visit one of our locations in person. We got 11,500 B Caves Road there in West Austin, 500 Pressler Street in downtown Austin, or 900 Hutchins Avenue in beautiful Ballinger, Texas. Just go to the website keystone.bank for all their information. Keystone.bank for all their information. Now it's time for our Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. A man entered a second-story window at a residence in Vancouver, Vancouver, Washington, on the night of December 15th. The homeowner shot the suspect after he had entered the home. Responding police officers arrived to find the suspect dead. Is it? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> on the evening, uh, three armed citizens subdue convenience store robber. On the evening of Jan- January 9th, 2023, a man entered an Eli J. Georgia convenience store and grabbed an energy drink. He then put a pair of women's panties over his face that had been that he had been wearing around his neck went behind the counter at and at gunpoint demanded that the clerk hand over the store's money. The robber had not counted on there being three more armed citizens at the store. Oh, <laughs> these three citizens disarmed and subdued the criminal 
until the police arrived. During the arrest, the criminal failed to comply with police orders and had to be tased. He was charged with aggravated assault, robbery, possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Police also found the suspect's wife in a parked car beside the store, and she was also placed under arrest. It should be noted that at least two of the armed individuals had to return to their vehicles to get their firearms when they discovered that the store was being robbed. They were fortunate that they had the time and ability to do so. This is not an option in most critical dynamic situations. So lots of questions here come into play on this one. Uh, First of all, he goes into the store without the mask on and then puts it on. The mask. It's a pair of panties. Well, I'm not going to go there yeah, it's, and it's, talk about that. I'm okay. sure it's uh, it's that. Was he worried about thing. getting COVID from being too close to somebody? <laughs> Is that what it was? And he wasn't. It, it wasn't actually to like hide his identity. I, I don't like. Think... Why is he already in the store? Already buying, like picking out drinks, and then decides to put a mask on. Is it a spur of the moment? How does this come oh, about? Wait. You know, it's kind of hard to figure out these guys. So come on. First of oh. all, first of all, you know that the guy is an idiot if he's going in to rob a convenience store. If well, you're going to go steal money, go big or go home, dude. It's the same charge. <laughs> That's not true, isn't it? Depending on the value, the the amount. Armed robberies, armed no, robberies. Armed, right? Yeah, if you're carrying a firearm, it's like five years mandatory. They think. That a lot of people are saying you should be more like ten or fifteen years, man. Uh, you know, mandatory, and that would stop a lot of gun violence. Yeah, you're not going to get any. You're not going. None, none of that's going to happen. We're going the other way <laughs> in the United States right now. It's you're not going to get somebody behind bar for bars for robbing a convenience store for fifteen years. There's zero chance because of the DAs is what you're saying. I'm just saying yes, okay. I guess. Well, and, and especially you know, one that's wearing underwear on his face, like he, they're pleading out with a you know mental issue, and he's going to serve six months in a mental ward, and then he's done. Hey, did they? Did the guy that uh, three months ninety? The guy days. that did 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 that did the shooting at the taqueria in Houston. Did, did he, did they figure out who he was? Did oh he yeah. Himself in? They figured it out. And the Houston police department talked to him and interviewed him. So and that was it. And that was it. it. Yeah. There's nothing you can't. The bottom line is you, nothing in the law states about using deadly force, how you do it. And, um, and where the line is on whether you empty your mag completely out or not. And so there is nothing that you can be charged with. You I think know that there are people that believe, as you know, that we're out protesting about it because they didn't, they thought that there was some malice there and they wanted it to be manslaughter. Don't even get into the whole Alec, you know, Mr. Baldwin and rust and, what just no, happened? Not Did you see that deal? He's he not Mister anything. That dude's a tool bag, and and he said he killed somebody, and he went on I didn't air pull and, the trigger. Yeah, he said on a, an interview, a live interview, and they said that's one of the most damning things he did was he said I didn't pull the trigger. You, that's you arrogance. Idiot. It's arrogance. It's 
when you think you're above the law, when you think you're above most anything, you can I do whatever so you want. I am so happy. So happy. So you don't like him in movies? You don't think that he had... I think he was great in movies until he opened his mouth publicly about his opinions outside of movies, which he had no right to do. Oh, he has a right to do it, but... Uh, Sure he does. Yeah, you're right. You're right. He he has a right, just like we all have a right to do it. But, uh, and then do something like that and not take responsibility when he was calling out for not taking... I I just... I mean, it's exactly what should happen is that the part we're all freaking out about is like if you and I were to do you or I were to do that. We would have been convicted a year ago. We would be starting up the movie again. He's starting up the movie. That's his movie. He's producing it. He's doing everything. He's starting it up again. They're going on set and he's got some arraignments coming up and they're going to let him do it over Zoom. He didn't have that's to show what up I'm, in court. That's what I'm talking about he, right he's there. He's just getting, they just had to do, they had to uh, bring him into the mix. That's all. They did. They, you they, or I were to have the same situation happen to us. The reality is we would have manslaughter charges as well. If we shot somebody and killed somebody and shot another person, I mean, two people injured, one person dead. Yeah, well, and, someone made and a, a, an important point on on a show I was listening to, and they said, "What if someone pulled out of a driveway onto a road and hit somebody?" I mean, you've got your vehicle, bam! You run them over and kill them. So is that manslaughter? Has nothing to has. It's different. That's completely different. <laughs> Where was the person? What were they doing in the road? I mean, that's completely different. We're, the point that I think the point being is if you don't know that it's going to happen, then does that really considered manslaughter? I'd say the only way is when you know something is going to happen and you do it on purposely. Well, it, true. He knew true. that he knew something was going to happen when he pulled the trigger. Well, it, uh, why, I know why the, in the world, why in the world? So they had, they, they had like a, a box of like, four guns and he just took one out of that box they just walked up to him and said here take a pistol you're going to do this in the scene he took one out of there and it was and why would why in the world were there live rounds in any of those pistols that's why not the were there argument live rounds? though i think it is I, I think it, so. it has to be included in that argument it has to be i don't know how you don't include that i don't I don't think you point a firearm at somebody at somebody and pull the trigger. That's and, right. uh, I've had I accidental just, discharges before. I don't want to go uh, into that too much. But we know you're that's di- all your about deer age, blind. Though, your deer blind age. is evidence of that. <laughs> we know you're just a beginner, little buddy. I was shooting I, a snake in the head. I had to get hey, my aim on. Let's take a break, and then we'll close this whole thing up. It's the Outdoor Zone. We are live in the bunkhouse, 24-7, 365. You can find us at theoutdoorzone.com. Howdy, everybody. Kevin Fowler here, hanging in the bunkhouse with my buddies TJ and Cody Ryan, only on the Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. Welcome back, Regulators. You're tuned into the number one. Outdoor show in Texas right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, available live on Sundays, here live on Sundays or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. Uh, yeah, 
Man. Let me tell you about partsview.com, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. You know, I was a customer long before I was, uh, before they supported the show. And I'll tell you what, it's easiest way. If you own a boat, you've got to know about partsview.com. Beefsteak, you need to go on there and get your boat tuned up. Uh. It's almost season. P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com. Uh, you need just one of everything for your boat beefsteak because I'm sure it's all dry rotted uh, as it's been sitting in the backyard for, uh, you know, the last three years. And uh, you got to use them every now and then. Parts View carries a full catalog of genuine OEM Yamaha, Mercury, Suzuki outboards, as well as Maracruiser stern drives, parts, and products. They got over 200,000 products. Yeah, 200,000. I went on there, found what I needed, uh, got my boat all lined up. But they also got products like Starbright AFCO or companies, uh, brands like Starbright AFCO, Turning Point, Propellers, TNH Marine, Sea Choice, 303, boat cleaning stuff, uh, stuff you wear on the boat, everything. They got a lot on Parts View. Check out uh, Parts View prides themselves on great prices, fast shipping, handy maintenance kits, helpful uh, customer service, and resources to help boaters find exactly the right products for their engines. Check them out. Our new friends, new supporters of the Outdoor Zone, P-A-R-T-S-V-U.com, PartsView.com. Oh, man. So um, I, I guess we're getting... Uh, hammered a little bit on oh my goodness i'm sorry i got mildly distracted i have a four-year-old sliding my belt under the door <laughs> she's like daddy put the belt on because i want to put the uh concealed carry clip in yeah, yeah i'm telling you she's i'm seeing my belt slide back and forth under the door of my office here but uh so where, anyway what, what's being said here I don't. Uh, I have. I've completely lost track of what anything that was going on there. And well, you were. I thought I was, you were getting were hammered. Mention, you said you were getting hammered on my feedback from what we were talking about, right? Uh, no. What about I, what about duck season? Oh, I know what it was. What about duck season? It's almost over. <laughs> I got me a couple at my house too, and they're in the refrigerator right now. We're gonna eat them later. That's a story for a whole nother time. Oh, dude. Just make sure you poke story. a bunch of holes in the skin before you put it on the smoker. Like what? A thousand holes in the skin. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's, that's how you put it. That's the weirdest thing I've ever heard. No, you no. got to hang it in the cold for like two weeks. No, I got it all them and then skinned. Hang I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to sear them, wrap some bacon around them, cream cheese them up. It'll be fantastic. It's the way you do it. Cream Stick cheese, a- bacon. No. And then you stick them inside a pig, and then you stick the pig inside an elk, and then no, you... you're thinking of a duck inside of a a turducken inside of a duck inside of a turkey turducken or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I probably right. told you this. I probably told you this story, but it's so we did that once for Thanksgiving where I deep fried and I put a uh, a rock in inside you know and then stuffed duck inside of that but when i opened it pulled it out put it on the counter let it rest for a couple minutes my little like eight-year-old granddaughter 
was looking up at it, and when I cut it open, the rock can, it just slid right out. And she goes, oh, yeah. oh, Uncle Don, Uncle Beefsteak, you cooked a pregnant turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the start of Thanksgiving that year. Oh, traumatized. The poor yeah, girl never she's eats turkey. She's been in counseling ever since. <laughs> she's, not, uh, she's not really missing out. Turkey's not that good anyway. Oh uh, my gosh! Yeah, you're I've been an posting. I've been posting this week a few fishing pet peeves. I'm gonna keep it up. I'm gonna. I got a few more that I've been building on, uh, posting on uh, my social network accounts, and it's pretty funny the uh, responses I'm getting, uh, triggering some people. You know, <laughs> and I'm not attacking anybody. It's just things that pet peeves of mine you know like uh a, a 3.6 pound bass is not a four pound bass you know like call it what it is you don't want to round it up no don't round it up okay. uh another one was about swim bait guys you know like dude i had seven big bass follow my bait today and they caught zero bass like they're all excited about seven they didn't catch a fish you know and so if you're into fishing, follow my social media stuff. I'll, I, I've got a few that I've uh, been thinking about posting. Well, fishing, and you fishing you, pet peeves. You've also got one showing your uh, showing when you, you were talking earlier about sitting in your boat and just looking at all your stuff. And you got that one, uh, too, that shows kind of the inside of your boat and doesn't oh, really show night. your shop. You know, you ought to you ought to at some point show off your shop a little bit because you got a really nice place where you sit and work on your boat and work yeah, on your gear. Yeah, it's just and... never, it's never as nice as I want it to be. Oh, I was going to tell you all earlier. So speaking of cleaning up my boat, I go to unroll, unroll my um, boat tarp, right? My uh, boat cover. Mm-hmm. And the mouse inside. No, I didn't find a mouse Ooh. inside. But I found, uh, I, uh, it's been on the shelf. My boat cover's been on the shelf, you know, for the last two months or whatever. Unrolled it uh, to uh, just re-roll it, you know, make it, roll it up nicer. I was going to clean it off a little bit and roll it up nicer. You know, it's just part of organizing all my fishing stuff for the year. Get started on a fresh, you know, a fresh start. And, uh, and I got a, un and I start unrolling it in my shop. And acorns after acorns just start oh. piling out of it. <laughs> yeah. I had found Squirrels. a mouse's or a squirrel. So, I mean, I get, I, I don't think a squirrel can get in my shop though. No, it's a rat. That is a rat. Yeah. It's a mouse or something. Cause I got a, I got a rat that did that in the, in the side of the bobcat. Cause I, I, I had my, all my uh, stuff closed up on the bobcat. And I started it, and it was slinging out uh, acorns just continually, just like the motor <laughs> oh, out ran. of the exhaust or what? Yeah, uh, out of the side panel where the flywheel is. Oh. Uh, and it's just slinging them out of there. And then I realized that uh, if you got something in a barn or something like that, first of all, when I cleaned out one of my shops this week, I found the same thing. I found, you know, where some of my tarps or whatever been eaten through. But, uh, if you have a truck or a tractor or, or anything like that, you need to leave the hood up, leave the compartments open on something like that. That's why if you have a truck down and, you know, at the farm or at the deer lease or whatever, 
out in a barn, you leave the hood up because they'll go underneath there and they'll make beds and it's it's a yeah, my old ranch huge. truck. I put some put some mouse traps in side. Mm-hmm. You know, because field mice are a thing around here. Right. You get field mice in your vehicles you and stuff. Live in the middle of nowhere. Yeah. And uh so from what I you, oh go ahead. If you put a trap inside your vehicle or inside a vehicle, make sure you check that trap regularly. <laughs> yeah. I've got some mega zone ozone fragrant killer uh spray that I'm working on to get rid of the dead mouse smell that was inside the vehicle. Yeah. So a couple uh, and it's like how do they get in the cab? No telling. So a couple of home remedies that I've heard of, if you put mothballs in the engine compartment, that will keep them away. Yeah, and, but then you smell like a 90-year-old woman for the rest of your life. And number two, you take a big thing of uh, cayenne pepper spray, you know, the like bear spray, put it all over, just spray it all over. Oh, yeah, the then you go change your spark plugs and your eyes are melting off because you get cayenne pepper in your eyeballs. Is there anything that... And you smell I like an old lady. <laughs> an old lady with eye- burning eyeballs. Is there anything that I would say that, Cody, you wouldn't disagree with? Well, anything come up with at a all? good idea for a change, maybe. Well, those were two very good ideas. Yeah. Are there any ideas coming out on what ruined. to do? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this weekend um, I was watching a movie, and you know Tuesday nights at our men's Bible study we're doing Proverbs. And I heard a proverb in the movie. It said, the wicked flee when none pursueth. That's Proverbs 28.1. Happened to be in True Grit, the new movie. Okay. Well, and this week's Bible verse comes from Matthew 16.24. Then Jesus said to his disciples, all who want to come after me must say no to themselves. Take up their cross and follow me. Think about that one a little bit this week as you go along. I'm Cody Ryan. Same place, same time next week. All right. This week, folks, we want to encourage you to get the kids outside. Take them for a walk in the park. Show them the birds and trees. Heck, take them hunting. Take them fishing. We don't care what it is. As long as you get them into the great outdoor zone, we're headed to church. want to encourage you guys to find a good Bible-based church in your community. Guys, get your family up, get them going, go to church, and then uh, go have a nice brunch somewhere. Go have some barbecue. Go eat some meat somewhere. Hey, uh, also want to offer the, if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, we can help you with that. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. If you know a boy that needs a good mentor, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Lots of KOZ going on around the country. Kids Outdoor Zone groups going on around the country. One Saturday a month. If you want to donate and be a part of No Kid Left Inside, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Land, cash, money, vehicles. Um, We'd love to have you partner with us in Kids Outdoor Zone. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. All right, from Cody Ryan, Beefsteak, and uh, all of our ranch hands and myself, TJ Granny, just want to say God bless. And regulators, let's mount up. My grandpa taught me how to live off the land And his taught him to be a businessman